Good afternoon. This is Dale Marshall, and I'm going to welcome you to the Twisted Roots podcast. Um, to my right, we want to start introductions. Natasha Marshall. Kimberly Case. Abigail Walcott. And Davina Richardson. Thank you for joining us. Today, we decided we'd just talk about current affairs, and we're going to, the couple things we want to touch on, provided we have the time to do so, but we're going to touch on an article that Davina sent to all of us. That's very interesting. And I think you're going to find it interesting as well. Well, I thought it was interesting because of the disposition was based on a clinical interpretation. And one of the things that I'm most interested in with me transitioning from social work into the legal realm, I follow stuff like this just because I have a strong um, opinion about uh, judges who try to make clinical determinations without any guidance from a clinical practitioner or provider and in this particular scenario the 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 disposition was he felt like uh jail time was inappropriate because the victims they were already been established as victims so that's not under debate they the guy pled guilty to sexual assault and rape of individuals who were minors compared to him at the time so he acknowledged that he perpetuated this criminal act on these young ladies. So for the judge to make his disposition based on the fact that the women are not currently evidencing any severe traumatic response, that's why he felt like jail time was not appropriate. So if they were wigging out every time they walked near a man, would he then say, oh, yes, that's tra traumatic enough. Let me give you five days in jail. Like where was going to be the framework? Where was going to be the line? Where was going to be the litmus test? Where was going to be the threshold for you to make this clinical interpretation without having a clinical background or even deferring to? anyone of a clinical nature or background. How did he know that the victims were and that was my point. trauma? And that was like, my at point. At which point did he bring in the interviews, bring in the victims to interview and, exactly. them? Exactly. Or their point. therapists to interview them That's or family members to say how the rape how impacted but, but them. Though, you, we all know it has been thoroughly evaluated and studied. Was that a part of the trial? No. Oh, okay. And that's my issue. So that that's my issue. So for me, at the end of the day, this is another way to utilize the woman's presentation as a reason to absolve people for their express and responsibility and accountability acts. Like you perpetuate and you admit that you did it. And you're now using the woman's ability to be strong, resilient, or what have you, to obfuscate yourself or to obfuscate this guy from being accountable? That's an issue for me. But because where do you draw the line? They at? don't draw the line because I think that I think what you're asking them to do is hold themselves accountable and they're not going to do Well, that. yeah, because again, I that goes back to so the topic we had about patriarchal society. So many of the men who are sitting on the bench, who are sitting in positions of power, can look down their lines and recall in time that they use coercion, that they use force, that oh, they misconstrued like the back of her it. eye. They, mm -hmm. she, you know, she didn't say no. Mm -hmm. um, and so or her skirt to, was too short. But so to to um, clearly define a rapist is to is to really put themselves and their friends in a box. They go they go in that same box with them. Do, do you, so if you read the article, if you go further down, apparently these girls were groomed Yes. These girls were groomed by the stepfather, the mother, and a friend of the family. Mm -hmm. okay. So this was, they were called the party house. Mm -hmm. And so they would, you know, ply them with alcohol and marijuana. Mm -hmm. So their stepson's son. Mentality. That is ridiculous. So, but, but that goes back to what I'm saying. If you set the parameters, clear cut parameters for rape, 
and sexual assault and sexual violence Battery. that includes way too many people they it steps on toes it steps on way too many yeah. toes you've got to gather up an entire lot of people and stick them in this box and, and who have told that. themselves they're good fine upstanding christian well at least people. we know we at least we know where, where they are when it's happening at least we know who it's happening with like but well, the problem is the damage is the ripple effect. And, and again, but what I was getting ready to there say, wasn't any damage. And you but know that's what? the problem. They wouldn't be showing damage. It was happening. That's what I was going to say. Their families. That's it what was, I was going to say. It was a grooming process. So what, was whatever they're experiencing is going to be downplayed and muted until it they have a, until it fully manifests. So, yeah, and that was my issue. But I, I don't think that it's uncommon for judges to do this. I mean, somebody else. Um, brought up the Brock Turner situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Judges are sympathizing with the perpetrators that sympathize with rapists. Why is that? Because that's them. That's them. It's them. It's them. It's their sons. It's their grandsons. It's them. Yeah. They literally yeah. look down their lives and go, well, I did that in high school. Yeah. You know, I did that yeah. in college. And it's a right of Exactly. That part right there. You know what's really interesting about this is because We've, we've touched on this before, the patriarchal system. Right. And it's like, I would love to have a conversation with those girls right now. Like, you just you just put them out. You know, right. you just you just leave them out there to just... Laughing in a way. And guess what? What, is, what does it say? Justice deferred is no justice at all? I, so, they always saying, what, I'm what, sorry. what were you going to say? No, me? I was just saying, like, what about the, the, the women? Right. What about the victims? Like, they have no consideration... No, justice. no, no thought about again what they went through. So they put themselves out because they reported it apparently, mm -hmm. and they went through this whole process. And I'm sure they were interrogated, trying to make mm -hmm. sure that they were telling the truth. Mm -hmm. The fact that they took it to the court, someone believed them, right, right. Mm -hmm. and then we go through the whole process where they probably had to relive it, yes. the trauma, the embarrassment, the okay. shame. Only to let this guy pretty much walk, and that's right. my point about justice. There's, there is no justice. That's why I said justice deferred no, but is no they justice let him at walk all. Because again, but they, that's their daughters the judges, too. No, it's not. It, no, no, no not. Look, look at this. No, mind you, hold on. Can, can I just because no, they weren't black girls. That's why no, I said they're. Matter, but it's not they weren't Latino girls. But it's not their daughters either. Because you have to realize that the need for a feminist movement in this country was predicated on the white man's treatment. Of the women in his circle, they were property. Okay, so I'm gonna throw, so let's, I'm gonna go ahead and say, it. I'm, I'm no the, the elf in the room because if that young man was black, they would have been their daughters. Well, that's that, different because you don't get to access. You're looking at differential. You don't get to access his mind. It wouldn't have been that's my daughter. The emphasis on mine, not my daughter. Hmm. The emphasis on the mind, the ownership, not the fact that this is his child. His daughter is that's not where the emphasis lies. The emphasis lies in, in white men's need to control and possess. Yeah. Mm. And so when we talk about rape culture in this country, oh, you, you know out of control. Yeah, it's out of control and it's always been there. It is a part. It is a part, it's, it's as much a part of this country. The as fabric. Slavery. The fabric. Well, well, it is, it is because it's ownership. And can and we it's, take it's it back for a And I have the right to access you and violate you in any way that I see fit at that time. One of the things that Native Americans talk about, indigenous populations talk about is when white people hit the shores, they felt like they could they Do could whatever. put stakes down and say what their land was. We're going to fell all of these trees. We're going to dig up this burial ground. The English oh, charter. and you know what? You're a pretty Indian girl. Come over here and let yep. me have my way with you. And that, so that's, that's the culture 
That's the culture and it's been that's there the fabric, since the foundation. foundation. But yet they're the civilized ones. They're the majority. To who? Themselves? Yes. They set the rules. History They've been setting the rules. They're investigating themselves. They're, they're just, they're, yes. they're, they are justifying themselves. Like they, are, they are doing all of that. They, they're protected. Judgery and execution of themselves. Uh -huh. So they get to walk. Well, hold on though. The, the thing that I just, it just keeps reminding me, and Kim touched on it, women's rights was born from, and if you all don't recall, it was born from animals, animal rights. It came from the fact that you couldn't mistreat your dog, which you own, and then you, we got women's rights and then children's rights. Mm -hmm. That's how I went. And it, the funny thing that's so ironic to me is that all of these middle-class Republican women are still maintaining a a posture that supports their oppression you're like you're beating the drum in response to protecting the system that still keeps you as a second class citizen and they're working hard and overtime at it look at what's going because on with workers but are you really system, being treated better because think about it but are you because this just proves but are you being treated better because guess what can i let me this this may hurt and step on some toes, but guess what? The fact of the matter that a black man and a black woman got into a White House before they would allow you, and you're still upholding their patriarchal shenanigans. It's mm -hmm. not even a system. It's just buffoonery at this point because there's no continuity. There's no consistency. And in as much as the spirit of the law gives you the opportunity to rewrite history, this is becoming so egregious and ridiculous. You pick anything that you don't like, reshape it, remold it, repackage it so that it is palatable for people who won't think for themselves and look at the consequence and a ripple effect of what they're really saying, what they're really proposing. But that's what happens when you're in control. You write the narrative. Yeah, history. They'll never that's go not, against... They're, they're never going to change that. Like that. They're never going to give that up. But, that's, but I think that's what's happening right now. The the Their reality is fracturing and it's driving them nuts. Matter, so they're just creating a new one. They're trying to, but that dissonance is, 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 is causing them their brain to hiccup. They're causing their reality to hiccup because you've seen it. Because whenever they want to engage someone in an intellectual and uh, database perspective, when you start to break down the fallacy of what they're saying, what happens at hominem? They start to attack you as a person. They start to blame. They start to become aggressive. They become violent. Yeah. And as long as they are the ones in control of the money, as long as they are the ruling class, but do you see how you see the change? Offices, I, I, I don't I see, see enough change. change not, not enough, enough but I see for it. me to say, oh, reality I is flintering. Like, but, but, I don't see enough change. But you can't stop feel like right? the matrix is falling. I agree. They, I, I agree. They, can't afford, the they, they won't let it fall. They, they, no, they, no, they, they, not going to but let me ask you this. No, no. But have you ever watched the panel? they What were you going to say? I'm just, actually, Abigail and I had a conversation the other day, and they have way too much to lose. Mm -hmm. And yeah. as much as they refer to us as the savages right. yes. and uncivilized and we're animals and we're criminals, the reality is if this thing was to sway to the other direction, you would truly see an uproar. You see a tantrum that you never you, seen before. Listen, the worst tantrum possible. These people, just like they took to the streets and walked up into the Capitol and did what they did, I am very nervous. Like, I was very, I'm going to tell you, I was very nervous when Trump was running and on election night because I knew there were a lot of people already unhinged yes. and had the potential to be unhinged that were voting for him. 
And I was very nervous if he didn't win. I didn't want him to win, but I, I was really worried about what would happen if, if he yeah, if he mm -hmm. if he had not had won. I really I really, really was concerned. Again, I didn't want him to win, but those people made me nervous because it's the militia. It's people that don't care. They live on the the outskirts right. exactly of society anyway. They don't like government. They don't care about you and I. They don't care about your children. They don't care about your elderly mother. They don't care. They really don't care. And so they feel like they still have that mentality that they've had for centuries where you are the enemy. You are taking what is rightfully mine. And under George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, I have the... I have the right to fight for this and I'm going to fight for it and I'll be, and I'm well within my rights to fight for it by any means necessary. So again, sniping your children, sniping you, just walking down the street, just anybody. I'm, and I, I think Trump knew that. And I think that's why Trump played the game that he did. That. He played on it. And that's why he, he, he appeased them by saying certain things and the, the dog whistle, as, yes. they, as they say. He did that, but he knew not to go against those people. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a racist. However, he knew what to say to kind of make, you know, simple-minded people think that, no, he, he's, a, he's, he's an okay guy. Mm -hmm. he, he's not really a racist. I don't think he to make them think anything. I think that one of the things that property in this country is criminalized, and I think we can't forget that. That to be poor is you did something wrong. I'm talking because about people that weren't Republican. I'm no, I know. Okay. Me too. Okay. I mean, me too. I'm talking about black people that supported him. Right. Okay. Me too. Okay. Because the idea is that if I work hard enough and I assimilate enough and I make the right connections and I get around the right people enough, that I'll be able to move up in the ranks and that or I'll also um, make good money and then white people will accept me and validate me and I'll be like them. The black, there are literally black people walking around thinking, um, you know, we're, we're going through all this because we don't work hard enough and black people, like they literally look down on their own, but it's because they want to separate from those ideas of, uh, you know, black, on black crime and, then, sure. like, and, uh -huh. and, um, and all those things that like you you've done this to yourself like slavery is over they you know, the Jews were able to bounce back after you know in terms like why can't we like what is wrong with you guys yeah. does black lives matter when you guys are killing yourselves like it's that it's that rhetoric so i don't think that he had to make them do very much of anything i feel like that's always been sort of a an undercurrent in in this country I don't think he was saying something to make them. I think he knew what to say to entice them. Okay. Yeah. To uh -huh. get them to react and to get what he To unify them. That's exactly. different. Especially with the ridiculousness that he, that was coming out of his mouth. That's what I'm saying. Because he said some very ridiculous Give things. Give me an example. All no, the no, racist like, things that he said about. No, like, no, just those little. were fine people at, at the at the. No, right, fine yeah. people on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just talking about even not not even that, just like all the horrific things that he would say out of his mouth. And again, he would again appease those people, is what I'm saying. Like the people that you just you were just talking right. about. Well, so, the one that sticks out to me is yeah. when he said to the black people, What do you have to lose if you what want to lose? What do you have me? to lose? Yeah. What do you have to lose? Because right. your life has been basically it's trash, jump. Right. So vote so, for me and I'll make it better. Right. And that so, was just a lie. So that's and that's what I'm saying. But there are there are black people who that that under that undercurrent who drank the Kool Aid. Now already, they have diabetes. It was already there. Yeah. And so he just said, "Why not? What do you have to lose?" 
And you know what? Biden turned around and did the same thing. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he did. I, I don't Listen, I, what, I didn't, I, I couldn't vote at the time. However, I can vote now. But if I could have voted, I really did not want to give Biden my vote. I wouldn't have wanted to. Um, I, I argue with that when people felt like he was the only one that could beat Trump. <sighs> well, that's the dilemma when you have a two-party system because- And that's what I was going to say. It's never going to be a level playing field. You have to vote for the- Either or. Right, the lesser of both evils. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's why I think Trump won mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. folks were so against Hillary Clinton mm -hmm. and a white woman mm -hmm. becoming the mm -hmm. leader of a free country mm -hmm. that they were like, no, we rather have this bigot white man yep. Jim that's Crow all Joe. about business mm -hmm. and it's going to help our business minded people. Because you have so the many white people population alone could not have voted Trump president. Yeah, he had the Latino business yes. people. He had the uppity black people. Yes. All those do. people that had something to benefit from the business aspect yes. of it. That's what trumped him do you know what at I the love? end of the day. And, I, and what I love is that we voted Trump in on the basis of his business and he's practically bankrupt. A loser. And we're voting, we voted Joe Biden well, in on I, the basis of his business. I take that back. Like, he bankrupts his businesses because it was beneficial to his business. Okay. He used a system mm -hmm. that was available to him. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of people that's in business that are brown and black, they don't understand what that means. Money. Mm -hmm. They hear, oh, he's filed bankruptcy. It wasn't they a, a personal bankruptcy. It was a business mm -hmm. bankruptcy mm -hmm. and business decision that he can that I bankrupt this business so I can recoup yes. something yes. and not have to pay my debt. Yes. Exactly. So folks are hearing that, but he's not a bad businessman. Else he wouldn't be an almost billionaire. Well, now it's just that he used the system that worked for his failed businesses without taking that failure that most black and brown people take. We go under, it failed, and we go on about our business. Where because he'll go open up another assets. business right. in a different name, in a different country, mm -hmm. and do something else. Mm -hmm. So his, thing he did while in office was to benefit his business once he left. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Right, and I, and I agree with that, but also you did say failed businesses, and I guess in my mind, I understand what's a risk? What's 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 a businessman without taking a risk? That is true. I mean, you can only get rich by taking a risk. That is true. Okay, that risk failed. Okay, good. I'm gonna bankrupt that and mm -hmm. go do something else. Okay. So it's just I, the, I mean, to the to the layman's person, it might sound like oh, I don't want to feel like I don't want to. I mean, but I don't have that kind of money. Right. right. So I don't, so I but his father I was a millionaire. Not every brown or black person's parent is going to have a million dollars to say, here, go start your business or go do what you want to do. But he just took that million dollars and made it work for him. Now they have generational wealth. Right. And I mean, so. and that is a different way to look at it. And, I, and I'm the first to agree that blacks are not taught the math of money. Like we don't no, understand the business of money at all. Unfortunately. At all. And I think that that's and the, the ones that do won't think. share. Well, right. not even that, but I also think it's it comes from the the conditioning that we've had in this country as it pertains to the relationship with money. We think that we think of money as a toy. They think of money as a tool. I don't. Mm. I, I mean, I, okay, I disagree with that. But like, I my my thought though was that we voted Trump in on the basis of business, and we voted Biden in on the basis of business. And neither of those decisions no, has benefited. Biden came the because he was the lesser of the two evils, evils. just like yeah. Trump came. Yes, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, I what else was yes. there? Yes. What else was there? It was Trump I, or Biden. Yeah, and yeah. That was my thing. Well, I, I voted know. for I Biden looking... because I did not want Trump to. Win. So why don't we ever vote for the progressives? 
Because I liked, I liked um, Hawkins. The Hawkins Walker ticket was a white man, black woman. There were a yeah. lot of like the libertarian and progressive. And people go, oh, that's a waste of your vote. How? And that's how they yeah, 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 Why do we listen to them? Why do we listen to those people? Because they win. Because it opposes the binary system. They want to keep the binary how? system exactly. because it has been successful. So then stop allowing them to make parties because we well, no, no, you no, can't. Because it benefits that, one party over the other. Correct. Oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, I mean, is. it is. But, the, it but is. I think I've, I've said this before. We have to get rid of because there has been numerous reports and data that supports that most people don't vote their most people don't vote their that party because they understand and they're engaged. They vote out of tradition. They vote out of habit. Mm -hmm. They vote out of they do because uh -huh. they they said most people don't know don't know anything that's going on in their party most people don't you ask the average person when they like i watch some of the shows where they walk up to people and say hey what is such and such that your party is uh platform or or or, or voting for like that's the main hot topic in your party and a lot of people don't even understand i remember watching and someone asked me if we talked about this yet but i remember uh, when crt was the main argument and debate and i could not Stop watching the number of Republican people who were so emboldened, so angry, so worked up about, oh, CRT. Mm. And when you ask them, what is CRT? None of them could explain it. And, and, and that's why when the know. person asked me, did we talk about it? I said, it's nothing to talk about. Why? Because it's a college level class in a story. Stop letting people get you riled up about CRT. It's not taught in schools. It's not taught in high school. It's not taught in elementary. Not, what is being taught, what is being yeah, taught and what they actually are trying to talk, they're trying to lump it and umbrella it is accurate teaching of history. Mm, That's yes, the problem yes. where their fragile eagles don't want, because now I have to admit that no, you guys aren't the savages. We actually raped you and made you rape your mothers. We actually made you, we actually had sex with your men. We would have to admit so, breaking them I mean, down, like, breaking bucks. I mean, but then, even is that even meant to be taught in school? So then, my thing is, when, it's we, education. when we talk about it, it's education, but do you? I don't know that I want. Like, do you understand how triggering that is for some people sitting in that classroom? And but is that do. part of the problem? But, but, but it's yeah, not. Uh, but is no. that part of the problem? I don't know that I want to sit in a history class and go, yes, and then we raped them in and made them rape well, their no. mothers. I'm so like, this you know is what I mean? Like, this, I don't so know what I'm saying is, if you do the savagery. Correct. I understand that, but I also feel that, like, with the whole thing of because this is a side conversation, in my opinion. But I feel like some things that we have to, as parents and as you know, adult family members, some of those conversations, some of that education takes place at. Home. It should, it but should. it doesn't. It, That's it, a problem. It doesn't, it doesn't because most people. But that doesn't use, make it but, the school's responsibility, though. So either. we're not talking about responsibility. Not, so, not, okay, not, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're not talking about whose responsibility it is, at the end of the day, you choose to let your children participate in public education or true. paid education. But what I'm saying is education should still be education. You can you can choose which classes you want your kids. You can sit at the board. You can go to the school system and say, I want this curriculum. I want this. You can go to another school if it doesn't support the curriculum or the values that you want. You get to choose. What I'm saying is education should still be educated. That's like- It should be accurate. What, correct. It should be, it should accurate. be accurate. It should be full and accurate. <laughs> but what I'm saying is there, there's actually a jurisdiction. I can't remember what state it was. I was listening to CNN and some other uh, radio station, and it was talking about how the parents are actually going after the uh, politicians about removing certain books out of the library. Are you serious? So you don't want them to have accurate understanding. That's what I think the basis of education I mean, is, is to have accurate and developed books, understanding. But like, as a parent, you buy beloved and let them read it at home. 
Like, you can, but what I'm saying is, do we want our children to have a watered down understanding of whitewash or whitewash? No. And no. because you can't, because then how no. can you really fully engage? Because what we would do is what has already been shown that SAT, how about China? I think in the last two or three years, just adapted facilitating the test. And how about they have already surpassed us in our own test? Our surprised. own test. But my thing is, is but what, what is that going to do for us to keep continue be, to be a global force if our kids don't understand but the totality? But is not based on education, it's based on but it, it's But it's also an opportunity for you to understand but you know the context. Says, if you're not going to explain the full context of what real, what annexation really is, annexation is really just conversion. That's no, really what I, it boils down I, to. I, I but that's that. a part of history. But if I don't tell you the, the full history because it makes me look bad, then I have, then I can't give you and, and that's a, and that's a problem. And so, I so let's kind of let's kind of bring it back around. So, I agree. I think we all agree that the education process or the system it should be accurate, and it shouldn't be whitewashed, and it shouldn't be sugar coated. Like all of the gory details, I I you understand. May not have to give it. You may not have to give it, but again, we can't continue on the path that we've been on. And we can't keep misleading our children about his, historically what, what happened in their past, my past, our past. It's just not fair to them because it, it creates something that's- A blind spot. It, it does create a blind spot, but also it's just a lie. It's like, you just keep right. mispresenting, you know, who you are and, mm-hmm. and, and what where you come from mm-hmm. and, and who we are and where we come from. And that leaves us at a disadvantage. And it leaves the field exactly. not level. The balance of power. And we've got to bring it back to this 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 original not thing. Not only ahead. that, but it's always say. when it's the African American history that's always. being taught that it's a backlash. Where's the backlash when they're teaching the Jews about the Holocaust and the, and the Nazis in Germany? Where are those backlashes? No one minds that being taught. I personally can care less about it, mm-hmm. but who's who? Why am I going out there but saying no? Don't about teach it since that. You were in third grade too, right? Thank like, you. you know? But you've also been hearing about certain parts of African American history that, okay, you're just telling that fraction of it. Mm-hmm. But because that's the only re- part that they like, right? But you have to tell the whole story yeah. for everyone to know and to go back on the people not knowing anything about what their party stands for. That's like someone in the Republican party saying, oh, we don't want Obamacare, but then they're saying, oh, Affordable Care Act is okay. Well, dumb, dumb. It's, it's the, the same, same thing. thing. It's the same and, thing. And, but that's, that goes back to the original thing we were talking about when it comes to removing uh, the us, them, or allowing the other parties to have a place, because guess what? It's our language. It's, 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 the, it's the misconstruing of how you tell facts. And so for me, bringing it back to the original topic, if women understood, historically speaking, that you still haven't gotten the proper playing field, you still haven't been validated in this patriarchal society, you would you would almost want to choke yourself because you've been actually upholding the very thing that has been that has been keeping but you stuck in the secondary. Them. But I the mean, thing is, you have benefit of information. But the problem is, what we were saying is, you're skewing it, you're whitewashing, you're dumbing it down, you're running down. I feel like things. white women have always done that. And they, mean, they do that because they didn't. Those white men did not run plantations on their own. That is Those true. white women were right there and they were well, whipping they were and beating. Just, not, yeah. not completely. Not completely, but that's, they were so much, like, that's, that's another thing. We have to stop making them Oh, victim? they were victims. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. They were. Something that worse. Two things can be true at the same time. Yes. Sometimes they were victims. 
But then sometimes they were the aggressor. They still benefited more than they were victimized. That's right. And when you talk about, and and in terms of politics, when you talk about 66% of women voted for Trump because they were helping their husbands hold their places. Because it kept them Listen, they're not. You know why? Because, listen, they don't want to include us. They can't risk including the other women. So they got to keep things the way that it is, the status quo, because that gives them some leverage. Right. Because if they were to open the floodgates and all of us was to walk through, that's it. That's They're all. They're mediocre. They would be done. And they know that. Yes. And they, and they, they can't, be, they can't live true. with that. And check your allies. They yeah. can't that's live with that. Yeah. So and, and so legislatively speaking, judicially speaking, at the end of the day, we have to allow for not only history to really have its full place in decision making, because, again, the judge could not have allowed history or real data to guide his decision because trauma no. doesn't immediately manifest. Right. The, the, the impact of. The patriarchal society is not going at and, all anyway. That was which just about, but, but but think about the ripple effect judicially speaking. You basically are going to create another issue going down the line about people wanting to report, people wanting to pursue justice. Because again, like and I said, that's their intention. And that's part of and the that's problem. their intention. And that's where we have to pull at the roots of these problems and really start to have these discussions to dismantle them. Yeah. So I want to wrap this up so thank you everybody i think that was a very uh interesting robust um you know podcast today thank you for joining us this is dale marshall um from the twisted roots podcast please join us soon thank you bye-bye